Who's your daddy? Boom! We are off with another episode of Who's Your Daddy the Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Alan Snyder. He's back from Otterfest. It's Zach Elias. What's up, buddy? Oh, they made a man out of me. Oh, by the way, I Googled what an otter was. What is otter, otter pollution? What is the bear? It's not good. It's basically you're not as hairy as a bear, but you're fatter than a twink. Yeah, me. <laughs> it's average. It literally is the nice way of saying you're average. I'm, I got this. I'm hairy. I'm not twinky. It's all good. It's fine. What are you? Amazing. A banana shirt. It's good, right? Something. Who's your dad of the podcast? Tuesdays, we do it live. Abort whatever you're doing. Pull out your phone. Join us. Give us five stars. Come inside our world. We love this. We're going to keep doing it all the time. Join. <laughs> Episode 135, calling this one Orange You Glad, is what we're going to be talking about today. Zach has more stuff to talk about. But before we do that, Zach, why don't you tell everybody what you are drinking for today's episode with a variety pack and i forever but it was a fun thing so i now have a sam adams that was from the last time i bought beer which is probably six months ago it's been sitting in the back of the fridge so let's do this what about you there player i got a fun one for today this is salted caramel cannoli Dude. with it's i think this is gonna be horrible from Leave she been here take the cannoli she been brewery to dress her up, serve with a powdered sugared rim, and top off with chocolate shavings. The, the whole thing sounds like one big rim job shave pubes joke. Release the Kraken! Oh, I can't even say that because of our new listener. Oh, Cheers. I, mean, I told you I made a celebrity listener potentially. Explain now, what you meant. You teased it pretty good. I teased you great. Now, it is not Gus Fring, who I found that is possibly buying an apartment from our company. He's our celebrity client of the week. HIPAA. Um, what? HIPAA, please. You, you can't tell me that. I can tell you whatever the fuck I want. I'm HIPAA in real estate. And by the way, he's not necessarily buying. He's thinking about making an offer. So cool. Yeah, so was everybody and their mother for that building. We got some problems. But yes, there's no HIPAA. I'm not you know, like rubbing his upper thigh like you do. Anyway, I found out today we have a new familial fan. Jenna's mother, Zoe's Oma, out of nowhere. This thing's been going on 100 plus episodes. Tuned in last week. Riotous. She said it was hysterical. She's hooked. And I don't know if she's watching live. I think she's playing like Canasta with the gals. But she will be tuning in. So, Louise, this is for you. Let's go. Jeez, Louise, with a little bit of peas. Well, we definitely welcome our new listener. And thanks for the support. Zachy, I got stuck going to Orange Theory a couple weeks ago. Hence the name, Aren't You Glad? Zach, why don't you tell everybody what Orange Theory is? It's a gym class that I pay for for my wife when we have a gym in the building. That's what Orange Theory is. Is that all you know for real? I have no idea what else it is. It's it's probably some oons, oons, dance moves gym, get it going, you know, broads doing their thing. I dare you to go to a class. Is it hard? So I went to Orange Theory. I did that once. That's how I got into CrossFit. I, I, I thought it was like, oh, this easy nothing thing. The guy offered me a free session. It was me and some 25-year-old beast, and it was like the NFL combine. But I wasn't going to prove that young gun was better than me. I lived five blocks in the gym when I was done. It took me 20 minutes to walk home. I walked home like this. just like <laughs> aerating, like a scarecrow. That was my first crossfit. Then I got into it. Then I tore my UCL and died. UCL on your arm? Thumb. The other side. Non-Tommy John. Uh. My, my thumb wrestling days are over. Zach, do you know what the logo for Orange Theory is? Yeah, it's like a splat. It's a pfft, and you get splat points. So all the pieces are there. 
it looks like you're in a backroom casting couch finished like interview at the end of it. But oh, the whole yeah, it's like Harvey Weinstein's the company. The point is, you go there, and I knew a little bit this going in how when you were. How are you roped into this? How'd you get into Orange Theory? My roommate. Who, who do you think? Your roommate? Did she get points to my roommate? Because I can get to free sessions. <laughs> uh, I think we're too late for that. But you are the, too late for that. The point of it is, is you know, you have these zones you want to work out in. You start off in gray, and then I think it goes yellow, and then orange is the peak. And then as your heart rate gets higher, you start going to the red zone, which they say you actually want a pyramid. You want to be in that middle zone, not too high, not too low. You definitely want a peak. Let me teach you a little bit of exercise physiology as a doctor or something. All right. How hard you're working out. You know how you always get on a bike and it says enter your age? They're not doing anything magic. Your maximal heart rate is 220 minus your age. So for you, you're 50. You subtract that from 220. (laughs) Anyway, that's how they calculate maximal heart rate. So for somebody like me, 220 minus 38, and you go from there, okay? The little heart rate monitor monitors where you are, and it puts your splat points up on the television. So we go, they set us up with this little 5'2 Jewess, who you can tell hasn't had a good shtup since the Kennedy administration, right? No. She is so sweet. And you knew as soon as the headset goes on, it's like, come on, bitches, get down, start working. Brilliant Michaels. We're standing there and it has your heart rate and your heart rate, literally whatever it's doing is on the board. So I'm standing there listening to this little girl just explain things. I am already up to the orange zone, just standing there. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, is my Jewish anxiety really kicking in right now? Because arousal there. (laughs) I'm burning splat points, literally standing there. And then we get on the treadmill, we start doing whatever, and I am destroying the classes, which if you know me, I'm loving. It was a great time. Remember we said about how hard your exercise should rate? It's a percentage. Mm -hmm. I was quickly at 98% of my maximal heart rate while a 5.0 jog on a treadmill. They come over to me. They're like, yeah, how you doing? Things are good. I'm like, yeah, I'm killing this. Meanwhile, I'm not going to let Julia beat me and I'm going to splat all over this gym. Okay. Next thing you know, I, I start sweating a little bit, but I was totally fine. I am at 144% of my maximal heart rate. <laughs> they come over and they look at me like, dude, you might need to sit down or something. I'm like, I'm telling you, I'm fine. They got I'm the t- defibrillator there ready for you. So then she goes to the other room. They t- At this point, I'm thinking, I'm either going to die or I am the most in-shape person ever. Turns out they entered my birthday as 1883, not 1983. <laughs> <laughs> there was a point there I was thinking to myself like, oh my God, like I am not okay. I was standing there listening to instructions and I was already getting points. Yeah, that'll happen. A rigor mortis sets in. It was a good time. I ended up burning out. I did all the workout and we still had about 10 minutes left and I was done with a capital D. I sat down on the floor and was like, I could do more or pass out. I think I'm just going to sit here. Like I'm totally hard. Well, you go as hard as you want. And I wanted to have the most points in the class. I ended up finishing. How many splat points did you get? Ah, it was a lot. I got a lot. I finished second in the class. I think my total splats were 37, 38. I burned 900 calories. I mean, I killed it. It's not okay. That's too many. Well, I think a lot of it. An hour? I was 140 years old, they thought I was. Oh, uh, fair enough. <laughs> but I, mean, I guess it, you had burned 100 calories just you know while she was done with the uh, instructions. Exactly. I, I know people that have put their Fitbit on their wrist and see what they can get to. Yeah, the both of us. <laughs> you know, two on this show. <laughs> Zach. Well, you 10,000 steps and you're at 8,000. That's like 1150. You got no choice. Have you ever thought about entered into like a weight loss exercise competition and just put your Fitbit on your cat and see what happens? Yeah, the cat's tricky with that. I put it on Zoe one time when she was like 
five, those kids just run around. I went to the park and she just crushed it. She slayed. <laughs> she ran like a marathon and just chasing kids and you know at the playground. Yes, I cheated for my work one uh, a while back. You're such a lazy fuck. <laughs> no, I did my own too. I was actually in shape back then, but I figured pad the stats. Um, I dropped my bottle cap. Oh yeah, I put it on Zoe. The the wrist. Zach. I channeled my inner you yesterday, and I almost caused a divorce. Ooh, like that. Patient of mine, 71, finally retired. She's at home way too much with her husband. And the last couple of visits, she's been doing this. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to fucking kill him. And I'm always talking her off the ledge. You can do this. You'll be okay. So they're having people over for a barbecue. He forgets to refill the propane tank. So we're sitting there, and he goes, well, and I call a place for him where he can literally exchange the tank for a full one. And he just, you see him stop and go, I, uh, do I want to exchange it? And you can already see the Jew wheels going of, well, how much propane do I have in the tank versus do, will I have enough to last the dinner or should I exchange the whole thing? And I said to this guy, well, it's very easy. Just go weigh the tank. And you see him got really excited about this. And she looks at me, she goes, he walks out of the room and my patient goes, I, I think I'm going to divorce him if he actually does this. It's 20 bucks for a new tank. Just go exchange the thing. That's super cheap. I turned to him. Now I'm doing, I'm, I'm in on this. So I Google it. It says an empty tank is 20 pounds. A full tank is plus 17. So I tell him this. He goes it's to like do that. thing in Die Hard 3. Yeah. Anyway, he comes back in. And he goes, it has four pounds left. I think we're good for tonight. And she is boiling. She's looking at me like, I, I can't believe. She turns to me at one point. She goes, if it was 15 pounds, I would just exchange it. Who gives a shit? Make sure we have gas for this. <laughs> she was so bad. And I was just egging him on and helping him with the math. Pretty good. It was very good. Zach, who's Dave Portnoy? Dave Portnoy? Yes. Like El Presidente? Keep going. The founder of Barstool Sports and one hell of a model American. <laughs> What is he most famous for in the last year or two? One bite. Everybody knows the rules. Keep going. Tell our listeners oh who don't know it. Oh, my God. It's my least favorite way of conversing with anybody. So he goes around from pizza place to pizza place and takes one bite, but eats the whole fucking pie. And then he talks to his cameraman, and, and people know him. And then he just randomly rates it based on what he thinks. And this is a very, very meaningful statistic. In fact, I will go to pizza places if they got a high They shut down price. pizza places. He goes to a pizza place. He tells them, if I'm going to give you a good rating, make sure you guys have extra dough for the rest of the week because it's going to blow up. Yeah. He does. Like literally, I was at um, our Lower East Side office. I walked by three pizza places, and one had like a 9.1 on one bite. Went in in two seconds. Didn't even want pizza I ate. It was excellent. However, the 9.1 was at their other location. I was bamboozled. I've been back. I uh, wasn't thrilled about the whole antics of that. But yes, he, he rates pizza because he's got a ton of money and nothing to do. So he also has his own brand of frozen pizza now. There you go, Zach. There we go. We took the scenic route, but we got there. <laughs> so this is a guy that's a pizza aficionado. He goes he's around. nothing. He's just hungry. Uh, okay. If I told you a place was good for pizza... You, you'd buy it, right? You'd believe yeah. it. By the way, I went to a pizza place that did well in one bite, and it was okay. But when he went back, apparently they had the best chicken parm sandwich on like Midtown. So I had to go back there for lunch. Top notch. Oh. A random middle pizza place. Yeah, it was good. I, I have never gone on his pizza bite tour. I've had some here and there. It, it's okay, depending on what you like. But at my grocery store in Jersey, they have the one bite pizza, which I've been there once or twice, and it's like $9 for this little crummy box. And I'm a Jew bastard. Like, I'm not getting this pizza until it's on sale. Yeah, enjoy uh, your Elios. Do you know I love Elios? Everyone loves Elios. But I put so much Old Bay on it, and now we have hot honey. It's, in, it's amazing. 
old day and hot honey on Elio's. Yeah. Julia yeah. should be divorcing you. She's the one who got the hot honey. I'm sure she did. So is that should be your nickname, hot honey. <gasps> oh, that's the back of my chairs. Hot honey. <laughs> I get the pizza finally a couple weeks ago. Finally goes on sale. Got the pizza. Bring it home. Heat it up. It was inedibly bad. Really? Like to the point that we look at each other and go, I don't know if I can finish this. I'm cheap. I ate it anyway. We finished both of it. it he will tweet you back. I didn't, I'm not getting into it with somebody. It, it's too, well, that's not, no, it's just not who I am and what I do. But for somebody that's made his well, reputation, what do you do? I'm a doctor. You say so. Go on. I've only had one pizza in my life. It was cauliflower crust pizza that I said, you know what? I'm putting it in the trash and I'm just going to eat something else. This pizza was so bad. I bitched and moaned, but I ate it. It was I so bad. I want to try it because it's so bad. Like just to get the experience of how bad it is. Okay. With your $9, not mine. Segway to another pizza. Up, Daddy? So another pizza story. Zach, I know where you fit on the political spectrum. You know where I fit. I don't know where you fit. Something the Mason Dixon line. <laughs> Do you know what's funny? Lady to Portnoy. The term for I think who I am, they're calling it a barstool conservative, which means Ooh. pro-choice, anti-woke. Yeah, it's like yeah. I'm I'm left of center, but if the left gets too far, it's like, no, 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 no I'm not no, that not far. Right, right, right. But it, it's basically I'm pro-choice or don't give a fuck. Like I'm not a hardcore oh, yeah. Christian. I, I truly yeah. believe you can stick anything you want up your ass if you, so it's your choice. As long God as bless. You can hear it or step in it and let's be fiscally conservative. Let's just balance the fucking budget. You also are what they're calling a barstool conservative. So that is the – there's a piece of place near my office that I've hit up <clears> once <throat> or twice in the last like, I don't know, week or a month or two. And I go in there, and the first time I sit down, you ever sit down and listen to music you never heard? And you go, this is actually pretty – oh, it's a Jesus song. Oh, there it is. Yeah, Creed. And you don't – well, Creed, you know. But a lot right. of times you sit down, and you just got to go, oh, this is actually – oh, okay. They're talking. They get to a commercial at this place. And it starts off with this whole anti-Biden – Biden's trying to take away your guns and he's trying to give more money to Ukraine. And I'm listening to this commercial going, where are they going with this? And then it, it's just all this propaganda that turns into, and if you want to audit your own taxes to save as much money, call us at J&J Legal. And it's this long, <laughs> I'm sitting there listening like, is this what they listen to? Oh yeah. So is the pizza good? Pizza's edible. It's fine. If it's edible, I wouldn't go again. But I wouldn't judge a an eatery based on their political views. If the I went twice. Good. I went twice. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was edible. But if it's not that good, I would probably find a, a, a more in line with my political views place. But if the pizza's banging, I don't care what they got on there. Pizza's good. The place is generally pretty empty. A funny story happened there one time where a family came in and oh, afterwards yeah. annihilated the place. There's just food everywhere with these these two little kids. And the owner comes by, a younger guy, and he's just sweeping the floor. And he looks up at me, and I I make try to make a joke. I said, uh, I didn't do it. He goes, every fucking time they do it when they come here. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> to me, that's endearing. I like that. He does an F-bomb but the kids. That gets me back at least one more time. And the parents are told. But I'm sitting there. I heard this commercial. And then they immediately go into the Dixie Chicks, who I forgot were hard right-wingers. And the only thing I could think of was, man, I think I like the Dixie Chicks. They were actually pretty good. They had a couple of great songs. Oh, they're not. They're no Nothing? for the Dixie Chicks. Nah. I don't know. Some, there's in Maryland and, and New York. I couldn't tell you the single Dixie Chick song, but I could go pretty deep catalog. Cowboy Take Me Away, Goodbye Earl, Traveling Soldier. Dixie Chick is banging. You're not speaking my language there, little guy. <laughs> Zach, I'm curious if you heard that our girl got 20 years today. Our girl? Ghislaine. Ghislaine Maxwell? Yeah. Ghislaine, uh, 20 years, yeah. Better question is why is she our girl? Sure. Did she diddle both of us? You would, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Without hesitation. Okay, I was just making sure. Let's see what it's like, the story. I mean, no, I wouldn't because Louise is listening. (laughs) 
but um, sure. I mean, it had to be like some. It wouldn't just be regular. No, it had to be some some sort of spectacle. You know, if it's gonna happen, it's gonna be some some, some sort of crazy spectacle. Like I'm wearing a hat and she's wearing flippers. Let's go. Really? It's not. Yeah, it's not just gonna be. You know, the weekend routine. You wouldn't want like a secret, just like a tell me about two people I never would have thought. No, no, I don't want her secrets. That's the I fast, would, her secrets are the fastest way to make ooh. I was talking to somebody before the podcast. They were, they were talking about Ghislaine. I said, I just can't believe she didn't pull like a, I will tell this. And they go, yeah, Epstein tried that that card. Didn't go well. Slow week for news for Pisha Do of the week. Not a slow, for Pisha Do, maybe. Not a slow news week. Jody Sweeten got pushed over by a cop. No, she didn't. She did. She was at an anti-abortion rally, and it got pretty physical, and Jody Sweeten got, like, shoved down by some cops. It's all on tape. She's got a megaphone. She's she looks good. Stephanie Judith Tanner. Yeah. She's also, like, a big meth head, but, like, smoke show. Recovery. Jelaine Maxwell in two seconds. Oh, she is, like— A million percent. Am, she could start wars. Was her push better or worse than Rudy Giuliani's push? When Oh. Did you I see mean, it? Yeah. She goes further. Goes her, further? The, her distance the push- is further. Was there a real push? Because all the video I've seen was a pat on the back for yeah, Rudy. No, she goes flying. Okay, like, he she, went zero. He went zero. Her push was defined better. It was it was a shove. She she catches there. Pisha do the just took over some highway. So like, let people get to work. Come on, guys, don't don't take over a highway. Do it in a park. I'm a, I hate shutting down a bridge. Some schmuck is just trying to you know do it honest for his damn kids. Just let him get to the office. Don't shut down a bridge or a highway. First can had a piece to do of the week. This was sent to me by a friend. Two people sitting at a Camden Yards beautiful Oriole game with a Ziploc bag full of spaghetti. And they're just eating it, loving life. And people made fun of them, sent this picture around the internet. Why? Why do people got to make fun? I think that's like a great meal. That's disgusting. Bags, cold bagged spaghetti at a you know They heated it up and kept it on their body for warmth. Oh, how hot was the game? Just heat it. It's gross. It, 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 it shouldn't even be allowed security. So wait a minute. You can bring that thing, but I can't bring my keys. Fuck that noise. Or like little metal objects I can't bring into the stadium. But you can bring bags of, of marinara? You're not going to stab somebody with maninata. You can, you can throw that on the field and ruin someone's day. They were sitting very high up. The people who are bringing spaghetti in Ziploc bags, they're not exactly in the clubhouse. How do you know? It might have been the Fra Diablo. Second candidate. That's very high. That's going to be very tough to beat. That's awful. So wait, who's your candidate? Who's making fun of the spaghetti eaters or the spaghetti eaters? Because you seem to be on board with the spaghetti. I'm on board with the spaghetti. And I actually, when they, I saw that, the first thing I thought was, that's not so bad. And then I saw it was at Camden Yards. And I went, oh, I know what's going to happen with this. <laughs> <laughs> Pablo Kung Fu Panda Sandoval, who's playing in the Mexican League or something, weighs no less than 350, right? I mean, the guy is insane. Did you see what he did to that poor catcher at home plate? No. It made, the, it made Buster Posey look like a walk in the park. <laughs> Some poor little – I mean, the guy's in like double-A Mexican League, yeah. and Pablo Sandoval annihilates this guy. The guy held onto the ball long enough that the umpire punches him out, but then, but then he has a league of their own. Like, the hand is out. He's quivering on the ground. It, it's hard to watch. I'm going to watch it. All right. Next candidate. I hope I'm not shouting out somebody too hard. Zach, the Mets make it to the World Series Game 7 in Seattle. Seattle. Oh, hypothetical? You're, you're not going. Would you, go not. To the, would you go to the empty stadium, to sh- Shitty Field, and watch the game? No, I'd rather go sh- hang out at Shitty Field with Megan and the Feelings in Seattle and then go to the game. You know what I'm asking here. Would you go to an empty arena to celebrate your team and watch with other fans? And I would never go to a watch party. I agree with you. I know somebody recently did it, so I'm trying to skate very lightly. So 
I think that's really bad that people do it because it's one of those like I have friends. I'll just go to a bar, do whatever. But alone, like, what do I need these? Why do I do their super spreader just to watch TV? Agreed. Comma. Just to segue on that, I forget who did it. It may have been Tampa. They, you go to their stadium and they have it projected onto the ice, almost like you're watching a video game where they have some type of sensors. So you are watching the players skating and changing. And when they shoot and pass the puck, the puck does kind of move. I thought like it was all game in Star Wars that Chewbacca yeah, plays. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't watch your nerd movies. Yes, but. you do. You said you yeah, 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 until you called me a nerd. I was thinking, you know, you're basically like looking down at like you're watching a video game. You can't see the players. It just has a mark for it and their number. I thought that was really cool. Oh, I thought it was like three dimensional. Like they no. hologrammed players no. in. We're, we're not there yet. Easy player one. I'm there. You're you're there for this? Are you are you now? What? No, God no. I, I'm I'm there. Like I can make the hologram. I'm that guy. But like no, I'm not going to that shit either. I'm not going to watch chess on ice. Canon number four. I got an update from the wedding. I Queen's Gambit when they show you the pieces on the thing. What are we doing? You're watching a cartoon of somebody else playing chess. I thought those were the best scenes. Fuck that. No, no, not the ones to the ceiling. Look, when the guys actually go to the arena and like you see the. Oh yeah, those were stupid. Yes, yeah, I agree. It's insane. I got an update from the wedding from Northern Michigan. We were just talking to them over the Zoom this past weekend, just getting some like, "Hey, what happened with this and with that?" I said, "Anything go right? Anything go wrong?" And they tell me somebody at the wedding passed out drunk behind the porta potties before the cocktail hour was over. He goes hard. <laughs> that is very very hard. Is he a bad drinker or is he just nobody? I knew. Bad? I didn't see it, or I just I can't believe you could get that drunk so soon. I, I, it's amazing. Like in the grass, just out? Yeah. I, I I heard about this after the fact. But don't the porta potties sort of like empty and ooze towards that that general vicinity? Ew. I know, right? Do you know what I don't hate? I get seen a little bit on Instagram is somebody will go into a porta potty, they lock it, and another person, usually a big dude, running start jump, and you just hear the screaming. I think the screaming may be fake. I laugh every time. Oh, they knock the thing over? Yes. It's never fake. It's horrible. I mean, it all comes up. And blue <laughs> water and like, oh, forget about it. That's the worst way to die. Last candidate. I'll cut this off here. And porta potty races are pretty stupid, too. I saw a lot of that at the Preakness. That's your state. Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling are in a new movie based after Barbie and Ken. I know nothing more. It looks unwatchably bad. Like one of those movies that's going to get all the Razzies and you just go, yeah, that sounds... The whole thing is not one big flat joke. Like if it's tongue in cheek, it's hysterical. If it's semi-serious, no, not for us. I got one more candidate, something I meant to bring up last week. You know, I try to get a little bit of posting in of what we're doing before these episodes. I loved the picture I posted of you last week. You didn't say anything. Not before the show. The picture, you in Italy, and I put a big old schnoz on, a big oh, cartoon yeah. schnoz. Eh. Eh. I got my own cartoon schnoz. I don't need your silly putty. I'm no better. I thought it was hysterical. You would. Spaghetti bag, Kung Fu Panda, Hold empty on. arenas. I, well, I don't have an, a real person to blame here, but two, someone shot two rockets at the moon, and NASA is baffled. <laughs> I didn't two hear about this. rockets hit the moon. There's two craters that were made by missiles. Nobody knows who shot them or how. NASA's calling just baffled. There's sort of like aliens are about to attack imminently. So I don't know who the Pichu do is there, but the answer is, is is the spaghetti in a bag. Oh, those idiots of the Oreo game. You're so jealous. You know what's going to happen too? They're going to start selling that at the O's game. Spaghetti in a bag is going to become an Orioles thing. The Orioles. The Orioles. Fuck, I'm about to like lose a baseball here. Uh, you love spaghetti in a bag. Well, spaghetti bag was an old joke back in the day with your girl Dancona. So we'll, we'll let what? it be. But eh. the, the whole thing is from It's Always Sunny. 
What's your pasta? What's your spaghetti policy here? Zach, you gave me some shit last week about trivia. You're like, I go to Italy and I don't get any adult trivia. So I have. Here's like Jersey Shore trivia. Salted caramel cannoli. Oh, I also meant to tell you, I saw a great sticker. I tried to get a picture, but I'm busy driving sometimes while I'm working, being a doctor. And it sure. said. You're hitting that well, office note pretty hard. Said, leave the gun, take the cannoli. It was so good. That was the, the sticker you saw. It. I saw a sticker. Uh, I actually see it. it was on, I saw it on, on the internet. But the greatest uh, back sticker, it had a wrestler down and another wrestler on the windshield wiper going with the elbow. So that when the wipers go, it elbows the guy who's down. I need that. I on, the, on the back. Yeah. Hold on a second. I, I, I'll pre- just keep talking and I'll pull it up. Oh, my God. That's so good. I it's love that. so good. That's really good. Zach, we're going into trivia. I am going to be testing your Italia knowledge today. I thought some of these were a little hard, so I decided to give you multiple choice. Zach, are you ready? Yeah. Question number one. By translation, Italia means land of A, many rabbits, B, the men, C, the people, D, young cattle. Young cattle. Correct answer is D, young cattle. Let's go. Now, those other things weren't exactly made up. Land of many rabbits, Spain, land of the men, Serbia, and land of the people, land of the people is Germany. The snip, which people? Speaking of unsnipped, there was a joke about that in my office, and one guy goes, yeah, he's walking around like Snuffleupagus down there. (laughs) Snuffleupagus? (laughs) Yeah, we unsnipped it. Snuffleupagus. I fell off my chair. (laughs) Question the second, which part of Italy invented the cannoli? A, Florence. B, Palermo. C, Rome. D, Venice. I want to say Palermo because it's a, a, a mafioso thing. I'm going Palermo, but I think it's Florence. Correct answer. B, Palermo. Oh! They say any part of Sicily, but specifically Palermo was the correct answer. Yeah. You're an idiot savant with this stuff. I don't yeah. understand how you do this. Because it's a, it's, it's a mafioso thing. Question number three. How many pounds by currency, not by weight, are thrown into the Trevi Fountain every day? Plus or minus 600. Well, a little bit lower because Zoe missed. Um, how many pounds of currency? By money. I, I, I got your weight. Plus or minus no, 600. not by weight. I specifically said not by weight. Oh, by, by absolute amount? Because people are throwing pennies in this shit. Okay, so how much? By 600 units. Um, pounds. I'm going to go with... 600 a big range. I'm going to go with 3,500 pounds. Correct answer is 3,000 pounds. Oh! For roughly 1 million euro per year. So what would you plus or minus? I got that. I mean, yeah, you're, yeah, you're good. Three for three. Well, you should go in there like mouth from the Goonies and taking them back. Taking them all back. Question number four. Italy has oh, the oldest. Amanda chimes in. Money heist. Italy has the oldest population in Europe. Plus or minus 15. What's the average age of an Italian? Well, they all have those white fuzzies. Uh, the Italian. Uh, you were just there. Did you look around? What did you see? You don't want to know what I saw. I saw a lot of people with no bras, and everybody was 22. At the um, nude beach. No, we didn't go to the nude beach. I didn't get to see Marlene Simon Schnitzer's, you know, flopping in the wind. She says she loves them. Nevertheless, well, we'll see at your wedding. We may have a nude beach at the hotel. Oh, my God. The whole family. What's the average age of an Italian? I'm going to say the average age of an Italian is 57. Correct answer is 46. Mm-hmm. Circle gets the square. Well, that's pretty good. I forgot babies. I forgot like, to take the whole youth into account. I think you might get this. Question number five. As of 2019, 
with 65 million tourists per year. Italy you ranks like an asshole on purpose, uh, or just with 65 million tourists per year. Yeah. Italy ranks fifth in the world. Name the top four countries of tourism. So, so which countries rank higher? The top four get more tourists than Italy. Okay, America. I'm going to do this. You get three strikes. So get all four or three strikes first. All right, USA. 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 Okay. Uh, then more than Italy, I'm going to say Gay Perry or France. Number one. One answer. So I got three more over Italy. Perhaps we're going to go with Spain. Number two. Need one more. Right. Need one more over Italy. England feels bad. Okay. Tourists, perhaps Saudi Arabia for all the NECA people. All right, all right, all right. Calm down. People live there. They don't tour there. They go touring there. It's a big tour. Wow, I can't believe this is going to come down to the perfect anti-Allison. One more. One more for tourists. I'm missing something. I'm missing something. Nobody tours in Canada. Nobody over Italy. This is going to make me fucking nuts. Greece. They like to do a lot of weird stuff, those Greeks. Final answer. Greece. Maybe you want to phone Samanda. The fuck is China? China. What's wrong with China? I went to all China. The good, all the good chefs came here. I went to China. It was great. Yeah, all the good Chinese chefs went here. Closing words? I was going to phone Samantha. But well, I think I did a Facebook chat her once. She wasn't exciting. Well, I tried to find out interesting things about you. Well, you. she and Shelby gave me some, some stuff. Your sister found me undelightful. Who's your daddy? The podcast. Another one in the books. Savannah Bananas from My Fiance got me this amazing shirt after I told her not to get me anything. I love it. So happy to wear this. Zach. That's a strong order. I know you're not a fan. UFC Saturday. ABC. It's not even on ESPN. It's on ABC. Bangers. It is going to be. What am I, what am I watching? Cowboy I'm Cerrone. Still- Jimmy Miller. It's Robbie Lawler. Bangers. Bangers. If there's ever been a one to watch that you can't miss, and then the main cards on pay per view, I, I got a guy. Awesome card. I am rock hard this weekend. What up? Can we bet it? Yeah. Okay, fine. Let's go. We out. Yeah, what? Delicious.